Boom. Welcome, guys. Episode 48 of the Short Convos podcast. Uh, a warning in advance, JC is at the dojo. And for anyone who doesn't know, his dojo Wi-Fi is famously not the best. So we, we will see. You might be a bit in and out, Jay. Let's see how we go. I, I'm pretty confident that we're all right. I'm pretty confident that good. we're all right. Yeah, yeah. Good to see you, man. How you been? Uh, I, I'm going to come straight out with it today. Uh, I, I was trying to think how to describe it before uh, we, we started the convo. Uh, well, first of all, I've got too much on and I was like, no, nah, I, I can't, just can't manage it today. And then I'm like, no, I need to talk to Az. Like, this is genuine. We've just turned the record on. We haven't even caught up or anything, have we? It's like, we literally, not. so... Uh, I'm thinking now I really need to catch up with as I, I feel like I'm in the eye. Of, no, I'm not even in the eye of the storm because the eye of the storm is the, uh, the calm of it. Is, <laughs> I feel I'm in a storm. Yeah. Have you been on a boat at sea that's like properly oh, rocking about like it's going to go under that? That's what I feel like I'm on at the moment. With bad stuff or just loads of good stuff or a mix of everything? Uh, I don't want to. I don't want to typecast it as bad because uh, yeah i don't want to judge it as that uh, because even bad is experience isn't it we we talk about it all the time as being balanced but i wrote this down on monday uh because i was for a better word in a mood or down or whatever it is or, or in particular on monday uh and then i got out of it on tuesday like tuesday i was really struggling uh tuesday evening we went training if you want to hit that bell bing and uh like i i train with everyone on Tuesday and afterwards I text Laura and I said oh I'm good now I'm good now I'm out of it but while I was in the thick of it I thought I'm going to write this down because uh, I'll find it hard to explain and this is what I wrote down it's all a bit shit really haven't got time or energy for anything that's how I was on Monday uh, it's not shit anymore <laughs> but and I've got a plan and everything but that's how I felt Monday as you're asking as how about you I think I think that's probably the most relatable thing that's ever been said on this podcast. Like I think everyone <laughs> in their life has had a day where they've just gone, it's a bit shit and I don't have time for anything. Yeah. Oh man. Yeah. No, I'm that's okay. The title. Uh, I'm I'm a little bit surprised that you've been feeling this way, to be honest. Cause I, you know, I've we we normally for you know behind the curtain we normally record on a Wednesday but we're a bit delayed this week and we're like the last few weeks we've kind of been having a shuffle round to get it in so I know a lot's been going on because you're usually very good with your schedule that if something's in it's in uh, so for you to move it, it means that that like you said it just stuff's piling up piling up um, but I thought with everything moving in the right direction in terms of businesses reopening and you know, uh, restrictions being lifted. I kind of thought you'd just be on a straight upward trajectory at the moment. Like that's that was my prediction for you moving into this month. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I don't feel like bad as in negative about it all. Uh, it's just I just think it's all consuming, and I'm mm. one. I like spinning plates. Uh, like you know, I'm I'm just trying to get balance to it all. So like. We're Easter half term right now. I want to make sure I'm spending time with the girls, but we've got a business reopening. So you want to make the most of that and 
you know, provide the business that you give it the best it gives, not just, you know, shuffle along. Uh, I have a lot of projects with like the sport that I want to spearhead forward and move forward. And then I just want to do my own hobby things. I want to play on the van. I want to do my bonsais. And I suppose nothing's given at the moment. And uh, on top of it all, we're waiting on our last bit for our house move as well. So, which is completely out is with our, mortgage broker it's completely out of our hands i feel yeah just a little bit out of control crumbling at the sides but you know we're 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 coming into land kind of thing (laughs) but you'd never take away one of those plates would you like those plates are here to stay right no that's the that's the thing like lauren you know my better half turns around uh, lauren my better half like she she will say oh you know you're just doing too much and i'll be like yeah that's that's right now exactly what, what i want to hear you know i got time for nothing and i'm doing too much but it's like yeah no i'm not i'm not gonna drop one of those plates it's like i i want to be do, doing this it, i i just want to get the most out of life sometimes when you do that it can catch up on you a bit yeah, no, I, I get it. You know, my wife actually asked because she's re- noticed that we didn't record on Wednesday. She goes, you know, is JC all right? I said, I think he's just got a lot going on. Uh, and she said, she goes, he's always like trying to do so much. And I said, he is, but that's who JC is. Like that, that's, that's the way he, he kind of operates. So I was like, you know, sometimes this is the thing about operating like that is uh, you can <laughs> have these days where it's uh, it's a lot. And then other times you kind of, he's loving it and he's riding the wave, but sometimes, yeah, it's a, it's going to be a bit rough going. So I, I knew you'd, you'd be all right. I just, yeah, I can see that you're in, like you said, in the thick of it. Yeah. Monday That's was bad. Well. Like if, if our, uh, if our schedule for talking Monday, I didn't want to talk to anyone Monday. Like I yeah. didn't even want to talk to myself. I literally, at one point, all I wanted to do was get a pillow and go pillow scream. <laughs> as loud as I could. Uh, that, that's that's all I wanted to do for the entire Monday. I didn't want to try and challenge to do anything. I didn't want to. That's all I wanted to do. And uh, I still got that. But I'm now on a while well, I'm at a dojo because I'm on a mission to. Yeah. To, to oh, keep getting those things moving ready. again. Yeah. Yeah. I, I feel you. I feel like with everything reopening and I started to feel it's reminded me of where I was pre-pandemic. So with everything starting to reopen, it's kind of triggered my brain back because it's been a year as well. Like we've pretty much were here a year ago and I'm starting to think about all the things that I was not unhappy with, but unsatisfied with in my life a year ago. And I want to make sure I don't just through kind of going with the wave end up doing those same things again like those same behaviors or those same actions i want to make sure that where we've had this real one year interruption that i now take a pause and go right we're not gonna just roll into being the same thing all over again we're gonna make those little adjustments that was where you were feeling last year as in at this time last year you were thinking i've got to make adjustments or you're saying looking at yourself last year now that you have reflection and hindsight you don't want to make those i think through this year with with how everything has changed and how so many things have been challenged we've all had to like look inside ourselves about what's important how we want to spend our energy how we want to spend our time 
when things go back to quote unquote mm. normal. And I think in doing that, there's certain things where I said, right, when we get back, back, as in everything's what it was or as near to be as it can be, I want to change this or this. Like my small things, like I want to give more time to my personal health or to this business or to this idea. And I'm just, I'm at that point now where stuff's going to start reopening. People are going to start pulling for my attention, pulling for my time. And it's going to be up to me to not just fall down that trap of just defaulting back to your like default settings on everything. Does that make sense? So what? Yeah. So what are you going to do then? Because we can have this conversation, can't we? And uh, like, I've got just because it's always about each other, as in, I don't want to talk about I all the time, but uh, I, I really recognize when I get in these shitty places. And uh, I think we talked about that with a mini meltdown. And it's like, I, I didn't know that training was going to get me out of it. But I went and trained because that's usually a remedy. And it was, yeah. it was. There was a moment during it where I think we were pushing the exercise and I said to someone else, come on. And it was like, that was the switch. I can talk about literally that moment. So we could talk about it. Or I think, I, you know, I've been guilty and a lot of people do this. They talk about things, don't they? Like we're doing a project with the uh, tournaments at the moment. And we were very much just talking about it, talking about it. It's like, well, uh, some folks have said, well, when are we going to actually do it? You know, well, yeah, what's the action when step? are we going to actually have it happen? So does, oh, yeah, when does your action step come in then with this, with your change? So when does your action the, step come in? The thing that frustrates me the most about myself or has done, and it hasn't done this year because it's not been applicable, is I say yes way too much. So people ask me to do something, help them out, do a project, start a bit like, and I my default setting is yes, and then find a way and then figure it out and work it all out later. And I want to get much better at saying no. And it's not, it's not out of being selfish. I don't want to be selfish. I just want to focus my intentions a bit more rather than, kind of agreeing to everything that gets thrown at me and then not really feeling like I'm doing anything because you're so spread out uh, across the board. And this goes for like almost all aspects of, of life. I, like, for example, people always want to train with me. You know, like they see I'm a, I'm a good martial artist. I'm a nice person. They all these things and they think as is the kind of person I want to train with. And regardless of their level, regardless of their experience, regardless of style, I tend to say yes. And then so I'm half an hour. This isn't someone joining a class. This is someone just like joining you for your training. Yeah, external. And half an hour into a session, I'm like, why am I here with a Kung Fu guy uh, who's <laughs> trying to like center line blast and elbow me in the face when that's not what I want to be doing right now. But I'm just like, yeah, we can train course we can train you know why would i say no to that but no i can't i should say no to it because it's not applicable and that's like a real harmless uh version of it but there's some ones where i'm just like why did i say yes there like it doesn't I again wanna, i want to know a less harm a I'm, more harm i'm trying to i'm trying to think of a more um one that's had a greater effect but one's not coming to mind but i'll give you an example of one person who always asks me and I don't want to say they're disrespectful of my time. They just don't understand the way my 
life operates. It's my, grand, it's yeah. my grandparents. They're of an older generation. And especially this past year, but they've always been this way. They don't understand that I work from home for a large portion of the day. So, you know, admin and all the rest, getting ready to go to class, even back at normal stuff, getting ready is a huge part of the work day. So they just think that I'm at home. So if they need something, they think that they can just call me anytime and go, can you come and cut this tree? Can you come and, you know, fix this? Can you drive me here? Can you? And I'm just like readily available. And the problem is, is they're, they're not wrong because I could be in the middle of a work project. You know, I'm redoing my website and they will ring me and say, can you come over to do this? And I'll drop it and I'll go, I'll go to them. You know, it's, you know, they're my grandparents. They're, they're old. They're not going to be around for long. Any excuse to spend time with them, I'm going to take it. That's part of it. But it's also like, I'm just not very good at saying, can I come tomorrow? Now's not good for me. No. And, yeah. re and readjust. And that, that's something that I just know in myself I need to work on. And now as we reopen, like I said, people are going to start asking things. Uh, people are going to start wanting things. And I need to just not have that default setting so quickly that's the action that i need to take so what's your yes well what's on your yes list can you share I don't, I don't even know if i've i've i guess that's the real important thing to do first right is clarify what's on the yes list to then have a very clear list for of your what's time the, yeah what's on the no so uh let me get back to you on that for next week i guess that's got to be my project before things properly open up next week uh, moving forward is to have very clear yeses yeah. but i think i've been doing them this year you know like if anything that's carried on through the shit show that's been covid is obviously important to me enough that i've just found a way to make it work so if i've been doing it this year i probably want to keep doing it and it's just all that stuff that kind of i've been able to leave behind yeah. because yeah it didn't need to that that's what i think it's going to be is there anything you're going to change today, opening up? Go on. Oh, I'll just talk about this for a second, actually. Talk. My neck is killing me. Uh, I've got like a crook in my neck, like here. It's absolute murder at the moment. It's so painful. I just woke up with it this morning and uh, I, I think I just need to massage it out or stretch it out or something. But it does make you appreciate when your body's in good condition and you're not carrying any aches or pains. Uh, I don't know where you, you are with that at the moment, but like just sitting here, it's like, oh, it's agony. I just want to get up and move around. But I think it's all related to the whole, uh, you know, stress of it all as well. I was lifting some heavy stuff yesterday. I think my lower back's just a bit tight and it's probably traveled uh, up to there. I think that really changes uh, your, it, it just hurts all the time. So it's like painful to do anything. Uh, I, up until this point, this been trained really uh, I felt really good and strong in myself uh, how about you 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 any aches and pains at the moment so I've just figured out an ache and pain so I recently bought a new car and the seat was giving me back pain uh, but I've now figured it out so I'm no longer in back pain but that back pain would carry over through the whole day so I'd get out the car but I'd spend the rest of the day just with this it's not you know it's not going to kill me. I can function. But like you said, it's constant. It's just with you all day. And it's like, what's that story with the lion with the, the thing in his paw, the splinter in his paw or whatever it is. And it yeah. just makes him, yeah. you're, ju you're just miserable throughout the whole day. So you're, you're that, your fuse is that bit shorter. 
you're that bit more irritable than you normally would be to stuff that's unrelated because you're just carrying this pain around with you. So yeah, I, I completely relate uh, with, with that one. Uh, I think uh, come back to the yes things. Uh, I, I don't want to say yes to any more because likewise, I, I, I don't think I've got any more pegs to spin the plates on. Yeah. Uh, but I a big thing for me is uh, making opportunity for others. I want to. I want to really uh, continue that forward. And uh, I've like prior to this whole pandemic. Uh, I think we've said before, you know, the success of our competitions, the success of the club, which is real personal stuff, uh, was was really growing for other people that you've had an influence or you've been able to provide for. Uh, and going forward, that's something that I want to really continue to uh, strive towards. And sometimes I think you've got to do things which are above and beyond to provide that uh, and change things, change the ways that you've always done things to make that happen, which may, like we were talking, uh, I did a uh, coach and instructor meet before this to prepare for our opening next week and I was saying in the coaching side of things we've got to take on new ideas and new approaches which some people and I know you've had experience with this uh, some people from back in the day will be like oh we never used to do it like that or that's mm. not how we used to do it and take on board those things because that's what will move you to the next goalpost. And uh, I think I've been good at that, but I want to do more of that. It's like, for instance, we're, we're putting up our uh, fees, our, our membership fee, because I know that our membership fee in relation to the, uh, what's the word I'm looking for, the market value is is low. So we, we shouldn't, you know, if you've got a high-end product, why are you selling it for less than it's worth kind of thing? Uh, but in turn on that, it's made me then think, okay, if we're going to put our fees up, it's going to make it less attainable for some people, you know, the genuine means test people. So we're now looking into how we can get uh, community grants to fund those people. We have a, you know, we put the fees up, we allocate a number of spaces as a community gesture to someone. So, uh, yeah, there, I think that's, if I could sum it up as one thing where, where I would be more on, on my yes on my time right now. Yeah, that, that's exactly what I mean with it is I, when I, when I think about it, I really don't intend it to be selfish. Like I just, it's not me wanting to say no to everyone so I can just have more time for myself uh, or, you know, make more money for myself. It's just so that when I say yes, it's going to be impactful in the sense that I'm going to give someone or something an hour of my time and that hour of my time is going to provide value to a wider scope on things it's going to ripple isn't it it's going to yeah ripple. it's going to it's going to do more there than if i said yes to you know again my neighbor needs help changing a tire and they ask me i'll go and help it's not a problem but there i'm helping i'm helping the one whereas if i need to work on knowing when it's right to help the many. And if that means every now and then I need to say no to a few ones, then that, that's gonna have to be what it has to be. Uh, it's trying not to be there for everyone all the time because we're just, none of us are capable of doing that. You know, it's just not, not possible. So you, you, you have to be a bit selfish with your time to make sure that you're doing the best you can. Serving the many, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's, uh, yeah. And it's balancing it's an that out, it? I think. Yeah, I think that's, that's what I'm, 
thinking about as we move forward and I see my calendar starting to fill up and I feel time pressure starting to be applied again, you know, because that's what's really not been kind of a thing for, for quite a while is this real time pressure in the, you know, you've got your 24 hours, what are you going to do with them? Uh, you know, some are allocated for sleep, some are allocated for food, what are you doing with the rest? And that's what I want to yeah. tidy up, if that makes yeah. sense. Yeah, I like that. What, what was that word? You, you might have to watch this back. What was that word you just used? The game with D? I quite like that word. Oh. Uh, I'm going to have to watch this back. <laughs> Anyone watch watching it, it comment back. it for us. Yeah, yeah listening, comment D it D that JC liked. <laughs> yeah, I tell I like you, going off of your uh, the thing you were saying about your back pain, and I'm not telling you you're getting old or that you're aging, but obviously father time is undefeated. Uh, something I saw the other day, and it, it kind of made me think about this whole process uh, are you i'm sure you are familiar with tony hawk yeah yeah skateboarder yeah. yeah so a few years ago might have been three or four he posted a video on youtube and he said this is my last ever 900 uh so like the 900 spin that he does on a on a thing so he was i can't remember what he was i think he was 50 or 55 at the time uh, and he said, this will be my last 900. And he did it and he got very emotional, very teared up. Uh, it took him loads and loads of tries. He just watched him failing. And then just the other month, I think it was, he posted, this is my last 720, which is like one half turn less than a 900. And he did that. And again, really emotional, loads of fails to get there. And then he got it. And it's like, it's so hard to watch, man, because... He, for me, is like a legend, uh, and especially growing up, I really loved Tony Hawk's. And to watch him through just aging, having to slowly dial it back, dial it back, dial it back, but still be doing it. You know, he's still so actively oh, yeah. participating in it. It's, it's like beautiful and painful at the same time. And I know that we're going to experience the same thing, you know, like we will always be in the martial arts for sure. That I can guarantee, at least I think so. But, you know, there will be a day where we will throw our last tornado kick and then our last spinning hook kick. And, you know, and then slowly but surely, you know, we'll get down to we're not even kicking anymore. Um, but that, that's like, it's just a thing to think about. I just don't, you know, you never know when the last time you're going to do certain things is before you're just not capable anymore. Yeah, that's really quite madness, isn't it? Because, uh, yeah, I've never... I've never properly pondered on that. I've noticed my body, uh, for a better word, slowing down and aging. Like I'm 40 this year. I've definitely noticed a difference in the last uh, 20 years. Uh, sure. So, um, uh, so uh, mental side of things, I feel no different, as everyone often often says. But I also feel different mentally. That I, uh, it's not a case of knowing your capabilities. You're just training or doing things like that smarter. Yeah, um, you're a bit more so, sensitive to it in terms of like warming up properly and stretching properly and all the other maintenance that at yeah. 20, it kind of didn't even have to come into it, did it? But even to the degree of the way that I'm training, uh, I'm training better than I was when I was. Uh, but the thing is, if I'm training uh, like I am now back in my 20s, I would have had better benefits from it as well. So yeah. not saying, oh, could have, should have, would it's just... Uh, I'm I'm liking the evolution of that. Yeah, and I guess that's where the coaching really comes in, right? Is you, yeah. you still have the knowledge and now you just pass it on to those that are going to be more able-bodied to uh, 
to put that knowledge to use. And then you get to see the fruits of your labor. Uh, effectively, you get to watch what would have happened with you had you physically been capable because you can put that knowledge into someone yeah. else, which is, which is a great thing. I think, I it think was, it's nice. I think demo time, rather than pulling, it's a pushing now. So, okay, we're going to do a 720. Uh, okay, we're going to do a 720. Yeah. Uh, you know, <laughs> that demo. Yeah, yeah, I've got it's a good right. top three for you. Go on. I've got a good top three for you. So uh, I went camping. Uh, we had two nights out uh, with the younger two. They absolutely love it. And uh, I, yeah, it's one of my escape things, uh, much needed and everything. Uh, what, knowing that you appreciate... You went very robot there, dude. So just for in case it doesn't come through in the edit, this is what I got. Top three outdoor things, very right, broad topic. So I don't know if we mean... Do we also mean activities or camping equipment? Or... Yeah, well, here, I'll do, I'll do the first thing. You, you, you can go out there completely yeah, if it connects to outdoors. So I'll do the first thing, fire. I know you can do fire indoors. Uh, our new house has a fireplace, which uh, yes. you know we're, we're buzzing about. So, but just being outdoors and a fire outdoors has something special about it. And I really appreciate fire. So the fire that we had at the weekend, we had like three different fires. We no four different fires. We had a fire up at the top uh, where the camper was positioned because it was just practical for that night. Uh, then when we did move the fire down into the woods the next day, I made it as like a free pin fire. So to a cooking fire, which is obviously needs to be different. You need more uh, embers and everything going. And then before we left, I had one of my little stoves, which you feed twigs to as like a little fire to cook on. So uh, yeah, there, there's just something about the light going down, it being dark fire as well as s'mores and everything else. So that that's my first outdoor thing, fire. Yeah, I, I can't, I can't not include fire in my top three. So not to be uncreative, but I cannot uh, not include. Uh, I'll have to share with you on that one because for me, that it's the most primal, like back to roots human thing ever. Like there's just something for me very powerful about starting a fire, cooking on a fire, staying warm by a fire, using fire. And like you said, outdoor fire, next level. Like I've never been able to get on with an electrical hob you know, indoors. I don't think I could buy a house like moving forward that had an electric hob. I just can't. I need gas. I need fire. I need flames. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I, I just do. I just can't. I can't quite get on with it otherwise. And I, I'm, you know, me, I, I like tech. I like things moving forward. I like being modern, but that's one thing where I'm just like, I will hold on to that uh, old school way of doing things, but to give something different, but we'll call this one number two, it's the night sky, like a clear night sky, oh, which chat. again, you know, yeah, living in London, you just don't get these. So for me, they're like, they're that much more special because I really don't see them very often. But when I do, like that just blows my, my head off every single time. Like you really, it just, it's a very instant reminder of what a tiny little speck of nothing you really are. Uh, and whenever like you're feeling a bit down or you've got problems, you just realize you are just like this infinitesimal little speck of dust in this huge universe. Yeah, it gives, gives perspective. So that, yeah, something about a clear night sky that I think you only get when you, you go camping and, you know, go to a good, unpolluted location that's 
my my next thing would be a forest uh i'm not picky i'm not picky about forests like i love a seaside i love a beach uh i love open woodlands i love being up a mountain i love all those things uh but in any of those settings as well uh a forest and in for some reason i don't know why uh but a pine forest there's something i particularly enjoy about a pine forest i like any kind of forest but yeah forest would be my next outdoor thing that i really really enjoy yeah they're very tranquil aren't they there's there's a there's a yeah. certain energy when you're in a forest i know, I know what you mean uh, i i enjoy a forest going with that idea of a setting mine is running water whether it be a stream a lake a waterfall running yeah. natural water a spring stuff like that being close to that and around that for me is again like the fire it, it hits something very primal inside me hearing running water even like sleeping by the beach and just hearing the waves crashing on the on the side of the sea there's a comfort to it and i don't know exactly what why it's so comforting but but I, you know it's got to have sound though it's got to have sound yeah, yeah it's the sound i think more than anything it's the sound yeah. you know like one of my favorite things is being somewhere where it gets truly dark but you can still hear the sea uh, and that sound for me again is very comforting, but I couldn't tell you why. I just like, you know, I struggle with sleep, but real water sounds, uh, if anything's going to get me off to, to, to a good night's sleep, that, that'll be the one. Yeah. Yeah, well, uh, I was out camping with my brother actually last night and uh, he mentioned where I took you to Welcome Beach in uh, Cornwall, where it's got that cliff edge. And the first yeah. time we went there after many years, like we arrived, we we're trying to find it later at night. We'd just done the drive and we arrived about two in the morning. So we arrived, it was like two in the morning. Uh, we knew that we were where we were intended to be. Uh, but as you know, there's nothing there and it was completely pitch black there wasn't a moon to light up the sky whatsoever and there was the biggest storm there was going and the the waves were crashing on the on the rock face and we, we were standing there not realizing until the morning when we woke up on a bright blue sky and saw our uh, the actual image yeah there, that that was really great we were just sharing that the other night actually yeah that i mean that place is uh is a mystical place to go uh, in particular, like that beachhead we went to was just like the you you kind of feel like you're in the presence of like the elder gods or something. It's uh, yeah, it's it, it doesn't feel of this earth uh, in terms of like where we live and you know being you know in a society and towns and cities and all of that. It feels like it's just so much further away than what it is, like another planet. Mm. Love it. My third was, outdoor was, thing. My third outdoor thing. Uh, my act. Like I quite uh, easily choose my knife and things like that. Like I've made a uh, knife. I got just before uh, this pandemic, I got to go on a blacksmith course and make a knife. But I'm not going to choose my knife because I haven't got a handle for it. Though I cut the wood at the weekend for it. Uh, so I've just got to dry it out some hazel. And uh, I cut that wood with my axe. And you don't use an axe indoors, do you? Uh, no. I can't think you don't do. You use a knife indoors. But you don't use an axe. And I love using an axe outdoors for for you know the use it has in that's that's a great shout i love an axe I, I any excuse to whip out an axe and chop something with it it's just such an awesome tool good shout good shout well number three i feel like i should go with a tool as well 
but I am struggling to come to a selection. Damn, we were doing so well. I, I feel like oh. I've, I've, I've come up. I've come up on the last one. Outdoor activity. Somewhere to go. It's going to be. Well, yeah. So kind of, I guess, going back to the fire, it's, um, would you call it foraging? It's like the, the collecting yeah. of resources. I like yeah. going, you know, you set yourself up and you're like, right, now we need to get wood. Now we need to get this. Now we need to source this. Now we need to figure out whether it, like the whole, that bit where you get your bearings and you kind of establish yourself with wherever you are and whatever that process is, it, whether it be putting up the tent or setting up the fire, that whole process for me, like I get, I get a bit giddy for that bit. And then you kind of settle into whatever the outdoor activity is. But I really enjoy the first bit when, when you pull up on site and you go, right, this is camp and then go yeah yeah so that I, whatever that moment is called that moment do you ever get stressed on that moment with tent pegs and things no not particularly like uh, i think i think if you've got kids and you're or you're doing it with a large group that can become a stress but i think when you've got like a tent that you're familiar with and you've gone to a place you're familiar with it kind of just feels like a second home like it's a process that you just know and flow through so i'm good with it we we went camping once with my sisters who all just bought tents on amazon the day before and it was very Aww. fun very fun watching for a good hour just watching them try before eventually going over and helping them uh and it's just literally out of a, a film you know they're like snapping back the frame and hitting themselves <laughs> in the face the pegs are flying out they're, they're stabbing each other with things <laughs> brilliant it's brilliant it's good yeah, fun. Really yeah. asked, because our our neighbors were getting their caravans ready and uh i forgot how it got on to but we were talking about where they set up and that and they were like oh yeah our best part of the holiday is once we've set up is sitting there uh, because they go places where you know you arrive on the saturday and then you stay for the week and then you leave on the saturday like everyone arrives at the same time so yeah our, our neighbors they uh, said the favorite part of their holiday uh, when they go caravanning is the setup because uh, they arrive on that day uh, where you everyone has to arrive, you know, so then the site's close to traffic for the week. And they said, they get it set up and then they sit there and they just watch the carnage of, yeah, the families or the newbie campers arrive. Yeah. And they, they said, that's that one of their favourite moments, taking that in. All right, so let's go off of that with a recommendation. So if okay. you, let's let's say we've got newbies people are watching, never done the camping thing, want like a soft introduction, what would you like? What's your like newbie camping recommendation? Maybe it's the first purchase or first place to visit or first thing to understand and read up on. Recommendation for a newbie camper. I've got two angles on it. Uh, okay. So I'm gonna go with my first angle and I might not need to do the other. So a newbie camper, uh go to a woods uh that is unpopulated around no one else uh take nothing but what you think you need i.e do a bit of research what you're gonna take as in don't don't bring a trailer along with everything on you know everything that you can carry uh and go for it and do it in winter as well because that's when <laughs> i first got into camping and when it comes to the summer it's a whole lot easier. Yeah. So you, you spend your first night not sleeping, probably eating raw stuff, uh, cold, wet, 
and everything, but it only gets better from there. The skills I learned on that first night, yeah. So you're going with the chuck them in the deep end approach rather yeah. than like start in the kiddie paddling pool and slowly move across. Yeah, you're you know what, like, I'm not even going to... I'm not going to even give the other example right now because as long as it's safe, <laughs> as long as you're not camping on a cliff edge or something, you know, being stupid, uh, just just bury yourself in it. Just go for it. Just think your Ramis <laughs> or think your uh, Bear, Bear Grylls. Because you just learn more that way. And what what's a, a lack of sleep, a night without food? Yeah, it, you'll be fine. Yeah, that, that's a good... <laughs> it's funny because it's the exact opposite of what my recommendation was going to be. You went like completely the polar opposite way. My recommendation was if you have your own garden or you can borrow a friend's, just try camping out in the garden see if you can even last the night because if you can't do it in your own back garden it's probably not going to be for you <laughs> like if, if you can't hack going out to your garden setting up a tent making a little fire and surviving without stepping back into your house until the morning just just sell it all back on ebay or something and, and forget about it i think it takes a lot of the pressure off if you just do it at home not because you've got the safety net of going back indoors, but because it's like there's some familiarity with it. Like, you know, your garden, you know, your neighbors to an extent. So it's like, it's OK. And then because you're going to be so unfamiliar, if you've never put up a tent, the first time putting up a tent, you're not going to have a good time. If you've never properly started a fire and tried to cook on it. The first time is going to be a hot mess. You're going to burn it. Like you said, you're either going to eat things raw or you're going to eat things burnt. Uh, and that's or maybe even both burnt on the outside and raw in the middle. It's <laughs> like the, the camping specialty, isn't it? So, yeah. Yeah, but I, by I, doing that, you're, you're missing out being in the dark again without shelter, light, warm food. And I get it, hearing <laughs> the foxes scream. And the foxes I, scream sounds like someone being butchered next to you. So like we had foxes <laughs> last night and you you know what that sound is. So you're not worried. But when you're like, <laughs> you're missing out on that. You, you definitely are, Jay. But I think I'm, I'm trying to compare it to like if someone was coming to the dojo for a free <laughs> trial and on day one they get punched in the nose and their <laughs> nose explodes with, you know, red all over the place. And then you're like, you want to sign up? Yeah, you like that? Is that good? <laughs> I think I think maybe a progression is needed. Yeah, maybe, maybe. We're talking maybe, about camping, not. real. I know. Did you bring a quote for today? Did you bring a I quote? Have, for I today? have not, but I will. I will pull one out of the ether if it's if if we need it. I'm assuming you have one ready. I don't know. Uh, oh, okay. But I, I found one. I found one. So I yeah. Well, while we were just talking there, I had a quick scan. Uh, I think it's relative as well. Uh, emotion is a difficult thing to cope with sometimes, but without it, all right, I'll start again. And emotion is a difficult thing to cope with sometimes, but without it, we don't feel at all. Imagine, imagine not having the positive feelings that you have for your family. I hope that your words make people realize it is okay to feel, okay to be sad and great to be happy. Uh, the feeling nothing is where despair comes along. Okay, so my my wife is a huge Harry Potter nerd. I don't know if you know I this never about knew that. Huge Harry Potter nerd in a in a cute way, in the sense that she doesn't buy all the weird uh, stuff. 
but but she she could watch those films 50 times in a row and, no. and like, like the way we like want? star wars no that's what i mean so she doesn't do any of the the oh, stuff okay. she i, I don't know wands. if she'd be into a wand I, make her a wand if you want to make she okay. i know she'd appreciate anything handmade if you whittled her a wand she'd be chuffed so just because i know someone else that is like a an extreme harry potter nut uh, yeah. There's a Harry Potter site that you can go on to have your wand. Uh, it's just a virtual thing. Gotcha. Uh, it tells so, you what it's made of and stuff. Yeah, you and, and you end up. They must have a catalogue of like a million, and then you find your way to one. So I made someone a wand based on what that because you they couldn't buy it anywhere. So I said, all right, I'll make it. I will it. I can make that for you. So yeah, awesome. find out if you want right. a wand. I'll make a wand. Okay, so this is from, this is a Harry Potter quote, apparently. Uh, I don't, it doesn't say who the characters are, but I'll give you the two lines. So character number one, I wish, I wish I were dead. And character number two, and what use would this be to anyone? So cool. when you're feeling, cool. when you're feeling down, just think about it. Yeah. Take, What's take the a use? Moment. What's the use? There's, there are better things to be doing with your, with your time and with your energy. Yes, I knew I had to say yes to this today. I felt always uh, ten times better for doing it. Yeah, and, I, I enjoyed uh, this. I'm, this was good. I'm gonna go scream into a blanket for a minute. I'm gonna go edit out all your robot voices. <laughs> uh, uh, robot, <laughs> robot, robot. We will one day have free flowing Wi-Fi. One day. Oh, one day we're gonna do an episode very near to now where we are together, and none of this will come into consideration because we will not need Wi-Fi. Yes, 100%. analog. Done. Yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. Thanks for listening. Yeah. Like, share, comment, all that good stuff. Peace and out, we'll dude. See you next one. Peace.